Mary and Josh Daily Podcast brought to you by United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family owned partner with a direct lender advantage. Mary. Josh. Daily. Mary. Josh. Daily. Uh, the end of one of those patriotic songs goes like this. Let freedom ring. That's not, those aren't the notes. Those are the words. Let freedom ring. Mary is feeling it today. Yes, I finally made the decision this weekend to uh, uninstall the Facebook app on my phone. Congratulations. You're crazy. How did you okay, like? I didn't get rid of my account, though, but I can only get to it on my computer. I can no longer access it from my phone. Oh, okay. And the reason why I did this was because I was tired of seeing myself just mindlessly like a little zombie scrolling through my newsfeed because it's just a habit. It's like an addiction. And okay. I'm over it. I think so. a, a lot of people either believe that okay you're on to something or just you're nuts because we love our Facebook so much you, you got some company with the freedom part from John I have actually succeeded I gave up in February and have not been back on since like all together all together it was hard at first <laughs> but you know what you can get away from the gossip get away from all the craziness and focus on life you know, it's interesting. I'm listening to the two of you talk, and I'm glad that you, you know, have support. But it's it's really like a Facebook anonymous group, guys. Like, really, every single person on Earth has a past, and there are parts of it we want to forget. There are parts of it that are painful. We yeah. wonder, God, why did this happen? Why did you let this happen? And then we hear, we we know it's true. Uh, that God works all things together for the good of those who love him. We're like, okay, well, that's great. What does it look like? Rhonda is living it. I hope it can be an encouragement to you. The story's pretty cool. I was growing up, I got used by a lot of guys, but God always has his hand on you. And I've used my past to help uh, a group of women at church that have been through a lot. I'm planning on giving my testimony at church to see if I can help others. I mean, I don't know why God let me go through what he did, but I guess it's just so that I can use it. He made me stronger. I've been married for 25 years now to my latest husband. I became a Christian. God kept me through thick and thin. I don't hate men. God has a hand in and everything. It is pretty incredible how when you're willing to give God those broken pieces in your life, how he can put things back together the way they should be. And then when you get to help others in the process, it's just icing on the cake. Exactly. What do you do with babies? I mean, yeah, right. Loaded, a lot. <laughs> loaded question. Um, among other things, you hold them. You yeah. cuddle them. You do all this different stuff with uh-huh. a baby. Well, my wife and I, we have a a baby, four children, our new baby is a hairy baby, our puppy, <laughs> Ollie, and he loves being held. He's been held his whole life because he's a tiny little dog. He was five pounds when we got him. Aww. A couple of problems with this. One, he's bigger now, so it's it's harder to pick him up, but he still wants to be held, and we still do hold him because he's just our little lovey, um, but he thinks everybody's supposed to pick him up. Oh. So he goes up to strangers. To family members, to the neighbor, and starts to climb up them. You know, like uh-huh. a toddler who will come to you with his arms raised yes. is irresistible. A dog with teeth and claws that is pawing up your thigh uh-huh. because he wants to be held. So I don't know what to do because I'm not going to stop holding this dog. He's he's my little buddy. Yeah. He's my guy, and he's always gonna like he's about as big now as he's gonna be, and I can still hold him. So I'm I'm gonna do it, but. 
the people on a walk in the neighborhood aren't ready to hold my dog. Like, that's not what they came over to do. So, I don't... Easiest fix ever. Going okay. back to the whole baby concept. Yeah, yeah. You get a baby carrier. He's on you always. <laughs> He's not bugging anybody else. Teeth are too close to my neck if I do that. <laughs> Oh, mark it down on your calendars. There are things you wait for and you just get closer and closer. I didn't know it was coming, but I've been waiting for this. Today's the day we get to hear Mary and her son Liam playing the piano. How long have you been doing lessons? Only uh, just over a month. So not very long, but we love it. We enjoy going and yeah. You mentioned, though, that you had a little test for me. Like, what? I, yeah, so I have a couple little clips that we recorded at home last night, and I want you to guess who's playing what. Oh, so one of these is you, one of these is Liam. Okay. I want you to guess who's playing what, yes. All right, here we go, number one. You know, that was nicely done. Yeah, it's for was... Elise, Beethoven. All right. <laughs> So that was either you or your son. All right, this is the next one. My goodness. Yeah. (sighs) I'm going to say first one was him. Second one was you. For Elise, Liam, three blind mice, (laughs) you. They're actually both him. Oh, come on. (laughs) What do you think when you hear this? Who? <laughs> yes! It's a Canadian goose. Uh, I think of the angry hissing menace that usually stands in yeah. front of our car on the way to church and we have to stop. And also, yes, they poop everywhere, ruining mm-hmm. golf courses and walking trails since the beginning of time. <laughs> but don't judge a book by its cover. Oh, yeah. One goose, there's a story, got injured. So an emergency vet team took her to their office and were tending to her in their lobby. Okay. They hear a tapping behind them on their glass door. And? Twas another goose, her mate. (gasps) Stop! He just was waiting there going, (laughs) you guys done yet? Are you done yet? I didn't know this. Geese mate for life. Usually staying together like 20 years or more. So he he was not going anywhere without his boo. So I love I it. Girl goose should make a full recovery and they'll live happily ever after probably near a golf course or walking trail <laughs> near you. How would you say your stress level is right now? Think of a number between 1 and 100. How is your stress level? Um, I mean, I'm naturally a pretty anxious person, so mm-hmm. I would say 70. No, it's wrong. you're wrong. It's 84. Oh, it's 84. 84 is your stress level because officially the most stressed out cities list has been released. Oh, yay. Columbus is 84th on the list. Oh. Cincinnati's like 93 or something. Okay. The number one stressed city in the country, Cleveland, Ohio. Just up I-71 a hair. I think New York City. Yeah, right. Los Angeles. Nope. How does that Cleveland. happen? I have some reasons. Uh, one, lake effect snow. No one else is getting snow. You get a foot in a day. So That's a good thing. Well, yeah. for some. Okay. Second, nationally, the place is still known as the mistake by the lake. <laughs> Lastly, traditionally, the sports teams are also a joke. I know I root for all oh, of them. So okay. it's quite a stressful existence when even the fun things are stressing you out a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> cute kid stories. Never a dull moment with those little people around. Haley and Jace from the afternoon show. They're not little people. They're not, but <laughs> diving into the oh, whole okay. cute kid story concept with Sarah. So uh, my husband is a really big Star Wars fan, so... Um, our two-year-old has a, like, two-foot stormtrooper in her room. Aw, amazing. I know, right? And Jeez. she's not a big crier. Like, she hardly ever cries. So we put her to bed, and we're, like, downstairs and on the monitor. She's screaming at the top of her lungs. Aw. We go up there, and big crocodile tears are coming down. And we're like, what is going on? Put trooper to bed! Put trooper to bed! <laughs> and we're like, What? And we laid him down on the floor, and she was like, okay, you can leave now. You Aww. are not serious. For one reason or another, there's been a lot of stories this week about how you remember loved ones. Yeah. People who have gone on before that you just were such a huge part of your life. And I think of my uh, my grandfathers. When I think of all the other ways people have remembered their loved mm-hmm. ones, there's one specific way. Really two. Actually, two specific ways I remember them. I have a pocket knife from each of my grandpas Aww. and from uh, my uncle who passed away from cancer when I was in high school. We were close. And so I have those. I also have watches from my grandfathers, and I keep those around. And anytime I talk about them, someone's like, oh, well, let me see one. It's like, well, I don't have it with me. I keep them off to the side to kind of preserve them. But it's given me an idea, too. I have a pocket knife, and it's the same one that I use every day. I'm going to hang on to that because I figure one day one of my grandkids will be hanging on to that, too. No one's allowed to argue with what bothers you, right? Well, well yeah, let's okay. dive into this a little bit. So, Judging by the look on your face. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, Josh, you are traveling today for work, getting on a plane, and you've been very uh, mm-hmm. verbal. And also, I'm picking up on some non-verbals. You were very anxious and stressed about this whole I really, flying thing. I, I am, and I don't mind flying. Like, I like flying. I like traveling. It's okay, okay but... So, give us a few things that are spiking your your stress right now. So, I don't like even setting up the trip because I'm afraid I'll mess something up. So, okay. the person I'm traveling with here at work, he did all the prep. Okay. But I've never flown or traveled with him as the itinerary holder before. Okay, so there's some questionable trust there. He himself will say he is not detail-oriented. So he set it up. Okay. I had to text him this morning and be like, okay, so do we have everything we need? He's like, yep. Uh, Do we have the, yes, I've got that. And then he texts later, our flight's been delayed. I'm like, come on! I'm worried about not having a place for my overhead baggage, you know, and just all of you can I know tell. there's a lot. We're just skimming the surface, it's, but yeah. what is the worst thing that could happen? Because it's probably not going to happen. Uh, we miss our flight. No. Um, my bag doesn't arrive with me. It's not happening. They get to go and I have to stay. <laughs> That's the worst that could happen. Okay, okay, okay. So we're a little support group here. If you, you have any advice... For little Joshua Hooper right now, we could really use it. Yeah, and thanks in advance. Pretty much have support groups for everything. I'm not sure if this is created yet, but we're making it happen now. Mm. Support groups for travelers, because yeah. Josh, you're traveling today for work and you're a little bit anxious. I And it's normally not not happening. Like, I'm usually excited to travel. I'm just all pent up today. Yeah. I don't really know why. Hi, the river. Josh, the best thing you can do is focus on... What's the best thing that can happen in this trip, not what's the worst? 
Okay. It'll give you a whole new outlook. All right. Yeah. So, so let's see. Um, I'm, I'm actually going to do this exercise with you. What's your name? Sarah. All right, Sarah. So best thing that could happen, uh, window seat where I can see out and see everything. I love the window seat. Okay, so that that could be great. Don't laugh at me. I love that you're starting with that instead okay. of like, lots of fun. No, like I'm getting to see one of my college buddies I haven't seen in years. I'm okay, going to see him yeah. tonight, so that, that'll be a blast. Um, and I could learn some really good things. It's like it's for work. It's a seminar, and there's there's going to be a lot of education. So, so these are really good things, Sarah, that could happen. And how about you don't know who you might sit next to or run into. You're going to be the person that brings God to them. This just got real. No pressure, Josh. We're not. <laughs> no, it's just... God will do something cool. He always does. Think of all the arch enemies you can. I start with Joker. Mm. Lex Luthor. uh, Thanos. The big bad one here recently. So now think about your enemy. Because we have all got them. God says we're supposed to love those people. So how in the world do we do that? Hi, Amber. Even people we don't like, you never know what battle they're going through internally. Whether they're sharing it publicly or not and you never know what little bit of encouragement especially if there might be some conflict between you two could help someone in the long run Mm -hmm. or how many years they will remember that little act of kindness yeah which is really god using you in their life ordinary everyday heroes There is that mountain that you've had to climb, some struggle in your life that's just been a theme. Well, for this young lady, her name is Robin. She is an Olympic athlete, but here's the deal. Her story wasn't always so great. Uh, 17 years ago, she retired from competition because of an eating disorder. Oh, goodness. She had struggled with, with it for years, and she said she finally came to the place where she knew it was going to end everything. If you get what I'm saying there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She said, I finally had to realize I had to choose life. She said, I couldn't focus on the end result and how things were going to look, but I knew that right now in this moment, I had to fight. And wow. I love and I think about how, you know, what she was up against, but able to fight through that and, and still make it happen for her. And now to be an Olympic athlete, yeah. my goodness. She, I mean, this, this is what it's all about. To share something like this so you know you can climb your mountain too. Robin, you are an everyday, ordinary hero. You're not trying to be nosy. You're just holding someone accountable. Ah, it's that word again. I ju- I'm trying to help. So right. you're traveling uh, for a few days for a business trip. Mm-hmm. And I know you've also been talking about a healthy lifestyle change. Yes, yes. So curious... How's that going to go down? Okay, so um, normally I would be like, yeah, I'm going on a trip in a couple of days and the diet would go out the window a couple of days ahead of time. Okay. Realizing that it's just going to be nearly impossible, whatever. I will have you know, there was tons of food around when we were at the Family Fun Fest in Newark this weekend. Did you see me eating any of it? I I didn't. No. There was pizza and sandwiches and ice cream. and Cinnabon. Yeah, none of it. I didn't do any of it. There were cookies here yesterday to take home to my family. I could have probably gotten like 10 of them and eaten some on my way home. I did not. I got (gasps) four exactly, one for each of my kids. So I stopped myself from eating their cookies. Okay. There was cereal at home this morning. We don't ever have cereal, and (laughs) I really wanted some, but I didn't. I didn't. I have stayed on plan. 
The trip will be interesting, and I don't hold myself to any impossible standard. But leading up to it, these last few days have been a 100% success. I will take it. I'm so proud of you. There's one little question I have, though. Yeah. You got four cookies for your kids. You mm-hmm. didn't get one for your wife. She's on this journey with me. I did okay. not want to trip her up <laughs> and henceforth trip myself up. Everyone has one of these in their family. The crazy uncle. I prefer to call it the fun uncle or the funkle. My name is Josh. I try to be the funkle for my brother and his kids. I mean, there's some positives here, but there's also someone else generally in our family. There's a helpful uncle. Yeah, I suppose we could call him the Hunkle, but anyway, um, I think we have one here at the river. His name is Ryan. You've heard from him because he's with United Faith Mortgage. A couple of little gals on their messages call him Uncle Ryan, and he really is helpful. When my wife and I were refinancing, really when we were purchasing our house that we just refinanced last year, Uncle Ryan, he was so helpful. Really, we've seen it in our own lives, how United Faith Mortgage wants to save your family additional money and stress. They're a direct lender, and that means they're working with their own money, so much less red tape. They're a part of the River family because their core is the same as ours, faith and family. I guess if you never had a helpful uncle before, Ryan's your guy. Go to unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York, Animalist number 1330. The Mary and Josh Daily Podcast is presented by United Faith Mortgage, produced by Josh Hooper. For more, go to riverradio.com or on Facebook, search 1049 The River or search Mornings with Mary and Josh.